Another Road, I'm Sure We're Lost. Chapter 5. Author's Notes. Thinky exams is done. Katie, this one's for you. And now, on with the show. Miss Bond shuffles off into the spare room. Her room now, as soon as they return from the gardens. The dog follows, and the door shuts behind her as she drags her suitcases into her new den. James seems to recall hearing about teenager dens. Cesspits of mess and stench and partially eaten food and socks everywhere. James shudders and makes a mental note to discuss cleanliness and basic ground rules. Another mental note to give her a key. And one of his spare credit cards for emergencies. He calls Money Penny. Send my paperwork to my home address, would you? He says. Hello to you too, Eve replies dryly. Dryly. This is a new low of laziness, even for you, Bond. You know how it is, James purrs. No, I really don't, Eve sighs. I'll have one of the drivers drop it off after lunch. Do you need anything else while I'm at it? Lunch? A stripper? James barks a laugh. You could always deliver the documents yourself, he croons. Can actually hear the eye roll. Goodbye, Bond, Eve says and hangs up the phone. The corner of James' mouth twitches. I'm just nipping out for a moment. Would you? What would you like in your sandwich? James calls through the wood panelling. What sounds like chicken brie and cranberry, please, comes back. At least she has some manners, James thinks as he strides out the door. His apartment is barely a stone's throw away from the bustling and trendy boutique commercial area. Fiendishly expensive hipster cafes dot their way up and down the street around bespoke tailors, boutique shoe shops, predominantly for females, off-the-shelf fashion, as well as a haute couture shop for the truly discerning lady. This is Notting Hill, after all. He ducks into the first cafe that he knows doesn't do deconstructed meals, quite possibly one of the most moronic trends to ever sweep the food industry. He's served at the counter by a bearded and tattooed young man in suspenders and a well-fitting waistcoat. He pays, and a few minutes later is handed a piccolo and a tiny takeaway cup and two paper bags. Much to James' delight, the driver is pulling up to the curb outside his house just as he reaches his front step. He shuffles his acquisitions about to unlock the door and steps aside for the driver to haul two archive boxes full of papers. James is quite positive there wasn't that many papers on his desk to attend to. It is likely Money Penny is getting her revenge by lumping him with unnecessary forms to fill out. Insurance forms, claims, expense reports and claims forms, forms for every item of equipment he has misplaced, lost, blown up or shot in the last year, that sort of thing. The driver deposits the boxes just inside the door and darts off with a brief bow. James kicks the door shut behind him. Lunch! He places the bags on the kitchen island and drains the piccolo. Grimaces. The cafe used milk rather than his requested cream. It is a few minutes before the door creaks open and Miss Bond pads out. Out of her voluminous coat and scarf, she's a slip of a girl, all gangle and little coordination. Tiny, though, barely scraping in at roughly 160 centimetres. If she is even a pound over seven stone, James will be deeply surprised. She wears a nearly fitting black t-shirt with some kind of bright yellow creature on the front and words proudly proclaiming Pokemon, whatever that is. Her jeans are, over are oversized and scraggy, too long for her legs. Her socks are multicoloured stripes where they poke out beneath the hem. 
James keeps his despair internal and wonders just how difficult it would be to get into an actual clothing shop to buy some actual clothes. Another mental note, broach subject of clothing at earliest opportunity. The dog pads out after her. Is it house trained? Of course, she replies. He's a fully trained and qualified assistance dog. She sounds insulted on the dog's behalf. Shit. Very good, he says, almost apologetically. May I eat in my room? She asks. She keeps her face averted. James grimaces internally. The teenage den will begin now if he's not careful. If you bring the plate out straight after, I don't see why not. Keep your room tidy. She nods at the floor and grabs the plate she has offered. She shuffles back into her room. The dog follows. James lets out the breath he's been holding when the door shuts behind her. He decides then and there that he's just too old for this shit.